Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW review. I am Mike Fenn. I'm joined, as always, by Brad. How you doing? I am excellent. Uh, pretty stressful day today at work, but I'm good now. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I, I'm I'm good. Um, yeah, a little bit of uh, just things that you have to deal with, with <laughs> life and family that you didn't um since two years ago yeah in the uh pre-pandemic age so having to deal with some of that stuff again you're like oh shit i'm not used to this yeah <laughs> yeah so, so there's some of that um oh that i'm playing uh playing death loop on playstation that's amazing yeah it's a hell of a lot of fun that's real good um so we got a little bit of cool new well some like minor news, but mostly from last night's uh, uh, episode. And there's a little bit of NHL preempting stuff that's happening. It's going to happen in October. And it's only for two nights. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a double header on like the the opening night of the NHL and then another one. So those ones, I believe, are going to be Saturday Night Dynamites. But then the rest, until January, every Wednesday night hockey game is going to be a 10 o'clock one on TNT. So it'll be Dynamite will be a lead in to the NHL. Mm-hmm. So that's it's actually kind of genius yeah. for them how they did that. And I'm sure their... the only thing that'll really affect is probably some of the ends of uh, Dynamites will feel a little rushed because like we got to get off TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll it'll be fine. Um, but then there's also, uh, and then they'll change to TBS, which will be, everything will be good. And then this week, they also announced that Rampage next week is going to be also in Arthur Ashe and it's going to also be two hours long. (laughs) So it'll be 10 to 12 for me, which will be fucking wild. (laughs) I have, I don't really stay up that late anymore, so I'm going to be dead tired, but that'll be. That'll be phenomenal. The card we've only had we only have half the card announced and it already looks incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looks pretty insane. Um the last night's episode of AEW once again beat Raw in the demo, which is which is literally the only thing that matters. That's why they rank by demo. <laughs> because they don't care about people 50 years and older because people 50 years and older die. <laughs> <laughs> they don't spend money. Yes. Uh, it's it's the people 18 to whatever. 49. 34, 18 to whatever. Those are the people you, you want. Those are the people that are targeted for by advertisers. <laughs> the advertisers care about that. Advertisers give you the money. <laughs> uh, that's That's how this works. So this is very good. Um, AEW is trending upwards in that. Um, it's uh, yeah, they're doing really well. They beat Raw two two weeks in a row, so this is uh, week two of eighty three weeks or whatever. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if it'll go that long, but we'll see. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm joking, of course. But next week they're gonna destroy them. Oh yeah, next week it'll with, be another with huge Arthur Ashe. Woo, <laughs> we we'll get to that card in a bit. Which is but, nuts yeah. that next week's show is so stacked when they 
just came off a of pay-per-view two weeks ago. <laughs> yep. They're not messing around, man. Mm-hmm. Hold on, just going to take a sip of this giant water. Yeah, and speaking of Raw, though, uh, big congratulations to Big E, won the WWE title, which is really cool, well-deserving of him. To Absolutely, Big E is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, the outpouring of uh, not just fans, but other wrestlers, even in AEW, congratulated him, which is always awesome to see. Cool as hell, man. He mm-hmm. is one of the best people in the industry. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a big win yeah, for him awesome and big meaty men everywhere. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm hoping that they can do the trifecta and that Xavier Woods will get a major title. Yeah, well, within... he wants to win the King of the Ring there. So, in there, there's talks that would that be great doing Here's the tournament the again. Yeah, I would love for him to be King of the Ring or to somehow elevate the IC title mm-hmm. back to prominence. Yeah. Like make it something that matters because it mm-hmm. hasn't in like 15 years. Yeah. They have it on Shinsuke Nakamura right now, which you think would be awesome, but I don't think they ever have him wrestle. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't do anything with that title. They made it mm-hmm. a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. Okay. So on to Dynamite. So. We start off with CM Punk coming out to commentary. He comes out. He has his whole entrance. He jumps in the crowd. I love again, that that's which is just awesome. his entrance now. He's just stage dive. <laughs> yeah, he stage dives. He high fives fans. There's a guy who is cosplaying as Polka Dot Dusty, uh, Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> that he was uh, hugging. He went out to the ring and then he jogged up to the commentary booth. And at first I was like, where the fuck is he going? And I was like, oh, right. He's doing commentary. When he just ran back up the <laughs> ramp, I was like, where's he going? Um, yeah, he was he was really good on commentary. Understated, which is nice because a lot of the commentary is sometimes... Some of the commentary can be overbearing. Mm-hmm. Especially some when you have four people guys, out there. Yeah, some it. of the guys have a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's very understated, which is nice. Okay, so the first match was Adam Cole, his first match, and it was against Frankie Kazarian. I thought this was a great match. Um, Yeah, this was really good. Adam Cole hasn't had any opportunity to have ring rust. Yeah, he wrestled probably four weeks ago in NXT. (laughs) Maybe even less than that. Yeah. Um, Like, this was a true jumping of brands Mm -hmm. that we haven't seen since the 90s, so that was... Very fun. Um, I I really think that Cole, the Cole acquisition is probably the most underrated, mm-hmm. and I think I think it will have the biggest positive effect over the long term. Yeah, because he's because he's young. Yeah, he's only like thirty one, so they spend yeah, a lot man. of time with him. They've got like a ten years of him if they want him, mm-hmm. if not more. Whereas the other guys seem like they're probably here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, for sure. Whereas he seems like he's here for both. Mm-hmm. And that's very exciting because he is legitimately in his prime or, or if, or he hasn't even hit his prime yet. So mm-hmm. that's really cool to think about. Um, Kazarian was the perfect opponent because he doesn't need to win. He just makes people look good. He's that good hand. Um, 
I do, and I've heard many people say this. They should have given Kazarian a win at some point before now. Because <laughs> yeah. now he's just the guy who catches hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just comes in, throws a punch, gets beat, which is fine. It's fu- it's funny as it is. Like it's kind of it's kind of a fun gimmick. Um, he's the guy who like bites off more than he can chew all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's a character in itself. But uh, he probably like he lost to Doc Gallows at one point. He should have taken that scalp. Yeah, for sure. For sure. There's no reason why Doc Gallows needed to win. There's no reason why that match should have even happened Mm -hmm. if Kazarian wasn't going to win. Yeah. What was the point? Yeah. Like Doc Gallows needs to get over. (laughs) He doesn't even technically work there. Yeah, he's not going (laughs) to challenge for any titles. What's the point of this? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Kazarian looked great. Um, Cole got one of the biggest pops. I've ever seen from an entrance mm-hmm. like to a match itself like fucking huge he is over yeah somebody a group of people in the crowd had a giant bay bay sign which was which awesome. I loved mm-hmm. and the, right next to them somebody had a sign that said I hope everyone has fun which I like to <laughs> um, yeah the the bay bay is really getting over with me now mm-hmm. like I thought it was funny before but I don't know just the way he says baby mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's i don't know it's different he's not saying baby he's saying baby baby it's uh it's funny um i like that uh punk put over that cole would started in the business because of punk mm-hmm. which is cool yeah um cole had going new ring gear ring and a new jacket well. too which was awesome he looked good yes the ring gear was dope very reminiscent of bullet club mm-hmm which again, I don't think is a coincidence. I think that will come at some point mm-hmm. down the road. Um, Gazarian looked good as always. Um, as I said, doesn't need to win. I love Cole in this match was awesome. He showed why he is legit one of the top five wrestlers in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't really gotten a chance to see too much of him because I haven't been watching NXT. So I like that. He tuned up the band in this yeah, match. Yeah, that was awesome. With our, <laughs> which was great. Um, he wasn't successful, but he mm-hmm. tuned it up. And I like that. That should be um, his um, heel thing. Like how Ric Flair, when he was a heel, went to the top and would never successfully land. He should always tune up the band and never actually connect. That should be like his <laughs> heel thing. Is that Ric Flair's knee? Yeah, yeah. Like when he go to the top and people just run up and grab him, throw him off whenever he was a yeah. heel. <laughs> um, yeah, Kazarian reversed a Panama Sunrise at one point into a wheelbarrow slam, which mm-hmm. was fucking. It looks so painful. That the wheelbarrow slam, Alabama slam, whatever you want to call, it, always just looks gnarly. Like it looks like it sucks to take. <laughs> I remember the first ever being the elite video i watched was a it was when they're in japan and they, they were just doing a q a and it was cole the bucks and kenny and maybe um maybe cody i wasn't sure i don't think cody was there mm-hmm. and there and they talked about what what are the worst moves to take and cole said alabama slams Mm-hmm. And he went out there and took an Alabama <laughs> slam. Yeah, yeah. Kaz probably He's heard like, that and was like, all right, I'm going to do it. 
He's like, that shit garbles your brain Mm -hmm. when that hits, no matter what. Like, Mm -hmm. you get, like, severe whiplash. Yeah, it it looks like it, too. He said, your head is swimming when you Mm -hmm. take that. Um, Cole hit one of my favorite moves, the Ushiguroshi. Yeah. Fucking love that move. That move's so good. Um, Shout out to, uh, to my boy in New Japan. With that one, um, mm-hmm. Cole set up the. Uh, I love how Cole set up the Panama Sunrise in this one, where he he faked like going under the rope so that uh, so that Kazarian would go for his guillotine leg drop, but yeah. moved out of the way, and he fell on his butt, and then he went up for the Panama mm-hmm. Sunrise. I thought that was great because I'm always like, why do people always go for the shoulder block there? knowing that he's just going to drop that leg on you. <laughs> and he used that to, to, to lure him in there. So I, I really like that. Um, then, and he won with his, with his big running knee, which is cool. He needs a name for that. And too many people do that. It's kind of weird that he has that. And um, Danielson has that. Yeah. I mean, they, they're different. Like Danielson's like, he like Coles is almost like a shiny wizard, but with, the full yes. knee impact and Danielson's is like, uh, I don't even in know the what, face, yeah, like vertical. <laughs> he used to call it the on the indies. He called it the last shot, and, but I heard Excalibur call it just the shot. So I don't know if that's what they're going to call it or what. But mm-hmm. so we'll see. They didn't mm-hmm. really. Uh, they they kind of left that dangling out there on purpose because mm-hmm. I don't think they know the name yet. Yeah, you got to, um, you know, just go for a little bit and see see what comes to you. And then afterwards, we got story time with Adam Cole, baby, mm-hmm. which I fucking love. It's so good that he's brought that back. Um, he says that uh, he's only been there for a short time, but there are three guys who've really pissed him off. Christian, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy. And then he ch- challenges those three guys to a six-man tag match with the Bucks at Arthur Ashe, and it, but it's not going to be on Wednesday. It's going to be on the Friday for the at the two hour long show mm-hmm. on Rampage, and I'm so fucking excited for this. And he says the Super Click is back, baby. Mm-hmm. It's like ooh, this which was is their cool Ring of Honor name. And so, and then the Young Bucks changed their bio to Super Click with the trademark sign. So I wonder if they got the trademark back for that from Ring of Honor. <laughs> Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. If they did the trademark, I don't yeah. think they can legally do that without that. Yeah. So that's cool as hell, man. They he's really reaching into the Ring of Honor bag of tricks, mm-hmm. like the um, this the uh, story time with Adam Cole, baby, is mm-hmm. from from Ring of Honor. Yeah. So that's cool. I I just I like that they're bringing all the old favorites back. Yeah. It's cool. It feels fun. It feels it's, like uh, old friends are back. It's funny. Adam Cole's an old favorite when he's 30, 31. <laughs> but he's oh, been for sure. around for so long. And he looks completely different. Like I, uh, Last weekend, I was watching some old uh, matches when him and uh, Kyle O'Reilly were a tag team. Uh, I forget their name now. Like Future Shock or something like that. But they, like Adam Cole, like he looks so much different now. He was a lot heftier back then. He was. He fat Adam Cole was the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, PWG the the fat Adam Cole rib tape. <laughs> yeah, it's uh 
It's he was he must have been so young when he first got to PWG. Oh yeah, like twenty four or something probably. That's crazy. That's so fun to think about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next thing we had was uh, this is much to my surprise the uh, Lucha Bros uh, accepting a challenge from Butcher and the Blade, who are apparently number one contenders, even though they just came back off the IR mm-hmm. or off the. Uh, not injured reserve, I guess, whatever. I'll yeah. just say that. Um, off the injured list and the, right into the number one contender spot and they are giving them a match. And okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I don't think that's how the rankings work, but fantastic. Yeah, they, they take it. Um, I like that they added story to it, though. They had a little vignette where it talked about how they used to be in the same faction and mm-hmm. they consider themselves brothers because I remember all the tweets about Butcher and... Uh, Phoenix being uh, father and son of because Butcher would hold up Phoenix and stuff after their matches and stuff. <laughs> Man, Butcher looks he looks ripped. Yeah, yeah. He's in the best shape of his life, man. Yeah, because he Holy he was hurt. Shit. He had hand surgery, and then if you don't know, he's also in a a pretty successful uh, metalcore band called Every Time I Die, and they have a new album coming out next month. So he's been recording that, finishing up that. So I imagine all he did was just record and work out. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he is, he can do a fucking titty dance if he wants to mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, he, like he's got abs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like this is not the Andy I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks great. And it, I love that he's committed to growing his hair back out because he's balding, but it just makes him look even more insane. And he does the new, like the Muda neck thing. Like, uh, and he looks just crazy. It's fan fucking <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, and this match I is gonna be awesome for that match. Yeah, this match is gonna be awesome. Yeah, on Rampage, mm-hmm. fuck yes, give me that banger. Mm-hmm. They are gonna slap the shit out of each other in that mm-hmm. match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to see Pinta and Butcher just slap the hell out of each other. Okay, so <laughs> oh, poor Fuego. Oh man. So we have Fuego and uh, Sammy Guevara. They're leaning up against. His Hyundai, his used Hyundai, and they're talking about how much that made they me love laugh. this. <laughs> they're talking about how much they love this used Hyundai, mm-hmm. and I have to say, Fuego's mask that he's wearing right now with the little—it looks like he's got a little curly mustache. Mm-hmm. That's on point. I yeah. love that. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's talking about he got his contract. He has this new car. He loves this car. He's on fire. He's confident. So he's so confident he's going to put it all on the line. I was like, don't put your contract on the line. That's not what he's doing. He's putting his car on the mm-hmm. line against yeah. uh, against Miro. And immediately I texted you. I was like, this boy's going right through his car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I immediately and, thought of um, the first Fast and Furious movie when Paul Walker lost his car to Vin Diesel. <laughs> I was like, he's, he's going to get put through that fucking car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And then uh, later on the show, there's a there's a vignette from Miro, and Miro he responds by saying, "Yeah, I of course I will fight you again, but you had your free get out of jail free card, and now you're going you've chosen to tug on the cape of God's champion. I'm going to break you. I'm going to break your car. 
Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is great. Yeah, which immediately makes me think of the old Street Fighter games when you get to the boss oh, yeah. page and beat up the car. <laughs> Zangief beating mm-hmm. up the car. Yeah, I think somebody posted that on Twitter too, which is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it had to be. It, it, mm-hmm. It's so funny. Or like uh, Hagar beating up a car in, mm-hmm. like, in Final, Final Fight. Fight. Yeah. God, I, yeah, love that I can't wait. Yeah, Final Fight's awesome. Uh, yeah. This is going to be a lot of fun, and I feel so bad for Fuego. It's like, what are you doing? Sammy should have talked him out of it. Like, don't don't put up your car. You just bought this with your contract money. <laughs> Sammy's an enabler, man. Yeah. <laughs> he probably thinks it's hilarious. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll see that. <laughs> okay, so then we have, honestly, one of the best promos I've ever seen. Oh, man. This is this MJF. Insane. He comes out there just in perfect form his cadence is pitch perfect his suit is perfect he comes out and he says that he heard from people in the back that the fans and the people online they're a little angry at me based off what i said last week and he says i don't care (laughs) (laughs) newsflash and then he gets like really loud Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Chance. He's and like, it's nope. so good. And he just, he pauses, looks at me, he goes, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. The way he said that, like perfect comedic timing. Mm-hmm. Um, Then he addresses the loose cannon by pointing up to the heavens. And he's like, Mr. Brian Pillman. He's like, ah, who am I kidding? And he looks down at the ground and he says, loose cannon. I've got a thing to say. Because. <laughs> He's in hell, of course. Um, And he's talking, he's warning Flying Brian. He's like, if your son shows up in Queens, I am going to, he said, I'm going to massacre him. I was like, that's not how that works. Mm -hmm. You can't massacre one man. Cool. (laughs) Cool promo. Nonetheless, Mm -hmm. he starts, he's talking about methany again. He's talking, he's talking all his shit. And he says, they can, they can chant the Pillman last name all they want, but it's obvious that I'm better than you and you know it. And then Pillman's music hits. Um, he sends Wardlow up the ramp to to catch him up there. But of course, as soon as he does that, you're like, ah, he's not coming from the <laughs> ramp. He comes from the crowd. He's wearing the tiger shirt, which is cool. The Bengal shirt. He He's wielding a chair and he, he swings it at a, uh, MJF who ducks he's in the corner he's cowering of course Wardlow catches up to him he rips the chair out of his hand and Pillman to his credit slaps the taste out of Wardlow's mouth and Wardlow look they square up and but he he charges at him Pillman ducks low Wardlow goes over the top Pillman was sufficiently put over in this segment Mm -hmm. I thought that was really good because last week he got the piss beat out of him so this is nice. It uh, it's a nice setup to the match. It makes him look good. The fans fans are into him, and then immediately afterwards, they go into a Pillman sit down interview with Jr., which had to have been recorded earlier in the night because he's wearing the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> and Jr. reminisces about how the loose cannon phoned him to tell him that uh, he had had to tell him that little Brian was born. And he says, oh, he's like, you really embarrassed yourself and your father and your family and me. 
and and everybody when you got your ass beat last yeah, week. I was like, God dang, Jim. <laughs> Cut us like, slack. <laughs> he's like, what are you going to do about this? Are you going to whoop his ass? He's like, well... I'm gonna try. Yeah, I wonder if JR's like <laughs> trying to do like reverse psychology or something. Because at first I was like, "Damn, JR, what the hell?" Yeah, Pillman says like, "Yeah, MJF was born with a silver spoon in his mouth." Um, he said, "My my siblings and I had to fight like hell to make it out of our abusive in- environment." He said, "We really made something of ourselves." He says, "I cleaned myself up, but my background was feral." And next week. MJF will be stepping in the ring with Pillman. It's like, okay, cool. Like, uh, I'm ready to watch Pillman put some hands on MJF. <laughs> um, Do you think Pillman potentially wins? beat him? I don't think he will, but I could see a thing where MJF wins, but Pillman comes out on top at the end. Like MJF yes. tries to beat him up more after the match or something. And then Pillman gets the upper hand again. Yeah. I don't think that Pillman's ready for that yet. Yeah, to go over MJF. I think MJF just lost to Jericho. He kind of has to mm-hmm. like he's now the guy that should be going over other younger guys who are below him. Mm-hmm. That's his role now. Sort of the same with um, with Darby. Now Darby can put over guys that are just below him, mm-hmm. and MJF's kind of in the same boat for sure. Which yeah, that's cool. That it shows sense. that they are that they're hierarchy and they're putting over these young stars is working mm-hmm. yeah because i have a feeling that after punk's finished with team chats it's going to be punk versus mjf that's yes. what i think is going to happen and those mic battles are going to be insane absolutely it'll be good okay so now we have christian cage and jungle boy Shooting on at the shooting Cole gallery, and w- <laughs> <laughs> shooting on Adam Cole in the WWE, which was funny. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've got it's Jurassic Express. They're in the back. They're with Christian Cage, and Jungle Boy is talking about how he has better friends than Adam Cole. He's got better hair than Adam Cole, and Christian cuts him off a little rude, I might add, saying that, uh, saying like actually. Adam Cole's got some pretty good friends. I'm not going to lie. He's like, they were able to use their EVP status to drag his ass out of developmental. I was like, ooh, Christian, mm-hmm. come on now. Yeah. And he says, since Adam is so used to losing wars on Wednesday nights, let, why don't we just add Friday nights to that list as well? I was like, oh, god damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then Jungle Boy does a little... Baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end, it was like this yeah. is this is good. Um, I like piece of shit Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, <laughs> oh yeah. At the end of the preview, uh, uh, Luchasaurus just went Bleh! or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that because we've been talking about this for a while, everyone has that Christian's eventually going to turn heel. This may be yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's coming here. But here's the thing is that AEW does not turn people heel when you think they are. Mm-hmm. You That's think true. it's coming right away. And then it doesn't happen for so long that you kind of they lull you into a false sense of security. Like maybe it's not going to happen. Maybe mm-hmm. you've reread too much into this. And then like four or five months down the line, they turn. You're like, just like, oh, shit, they actually did it. I didn't expect that. Mm hmm. Like, how long have we been saying that Wardlow's going to turn on MJF? Yeah. 
Yeah. Since day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That looks like that's going to be soon. I don't know, but they could stretch it out too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know. You never know. Um, but it, again, it looks like it, but like we, it looked like it before too. Mm-hmm. So if when, uh, when he said like, Oh, Wardlow works for me. And Wardlow looked upset. That was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Okay, so next we have FTR versus Dante and Matt Seidel. FTR, or as JR calls them, RTF. (laughs) (laughs) Which is uh, amusing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, how did you do that? (laughs) It's not even an old name of theirs. Did you just... Got dyslexic when Mm -hmm. reading the notes or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this was another highlight of a match for Dante Martin. He looked incredible. FT- FTR looked really, they look really good against teams like these. Yeah, like, they know how to work this style of match where they're the bigger guys with the high flyers. Like, that's their forte. Yeah, and they, they make these other guys look so good. Mm-hmm. Like, Dante did a, a springboard. He was so hard, so hard, so high. He, he looked like he was about to jump out of the screen and yeah. somebody did do a Photoshop where they did have him. Yeah. Where he jumped out of the screen. It's just his, his legs. legs. Yeah. I saw that. That was hilarious. <laughs> but it was a Photoshop. Mm-hmm. It was, I wish it was real. Um, sometimes it looks like that though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. FDR used their craftiness to ground the faster team, which was, uh, which is good at one point. Uh, just Dax Harwood just runs up beside, uh, it was Cash Wheeler. He runs up beside Dante while he's like jumping around on the apron and just kicks out his foot so that he falls <laughs> over. Um, yeah, and then it's just their fundamentals and cheating mm-hmm. to keep them, to, just to keep them on the ground once they've got them there. Um, the old they did their old bread and butter of cutting the ring in half and preventing the preventing the tag. And what this does is just it forces the faces to overcome with like their crazy athleticism. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm just going to like jump over you yeah. and like get the hot tag or get the, like the blind tag or something like that. And of course that blind tag was from Dante. So Dante just goes absolutely incredible, insane. He's taken on both men until he wasn't. <laughs> and that was with the biggest big rig yeah. I've seen in my life. Yeah, like they got Dante rig. up <laughs> for that yeah, one. Yeah, he's super high. Yeah, it was, I love uh, the big rig too. That's such a rad tag team finish. I love tag team finishers like that. No, it's good. It's really good. Some tag team finishers kind of suck, but this one's <laughs> this one's all this one's very very good. They would get have a good tag team finisher, and <laughs> they have two. Because they also have the spike pile driver, which will come into play later on yeah. this, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this next part is where they addressed the Suzuki incident. Suzuki incident, yeah. Which, which is, is kind of awesome because you know I thought it was just going to be a meme for a little bit, but then like AEW just like, all right, we'll we'll do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So as always. This is AEW t- turning chicken shit into chicken salad. Mm-hmm. They've done this countless times at this point. It is, it give 
it just makes you feel good. Like when you see something fuck up, you're like, let's just wait on that. Mm-hmm. Like the, they'll they'll probably turn around in a week, and almost inevitably they they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're it starts with Punk talking about it at first, which I liked on commentary. He says, "Yeah, Minoru Suzuki's a legend. He was trained by Carl." By Carl Gotch, he's a world. He's world traveled for decades all over the world. He is an absolute legend. And then it cuts to a vignette, and it's him and Archer. And Archer saying that last week Suzuki was disrespected with the Suzuki incident. Said the deck was stacked up against Suzuki in in Mox's hometown with the with the ref that he knows, with the fans that he knows. Suzuki didn't get his music. It was cut. It was disrespectful. And he says that Suzuki Goon will be there in full force to get their pound of flesh. It'll be Archer and Suzuki back together again. They've been tag team. They've been a tag team for a long time in Japan. And they're coming from Moxley and Kingston. And I believe this will be one of the unannounced matches so far for yeah. Rampage or Arthur Ashe, because the Dynamite show looks full, mm-hmm. and Arthur and the Rampage one only has three matches announced, so I imagine this is the fourth. Yeah, for sure, of Mox is in on Dynamite, matches. so they're definitely going to want to have him at one of the shows. Mm-hmm. And man, that huge New York crowd singing uh, Kazi Ni Narai, that's going to be amazing. Absolutely. I cannot wait. Um and Suzuki got to get mm-hmm. his Suzuki Goon Ichiban. Ichiban. Which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is good shit. I mm-hmm. love it. And at the very least, it's gotten us some more Suzuki matches. So yes. I'm thankful for Which that. Which is awesome. I will take not being able to do Kazai Nenare mm-hmm. if I get more Suzuki Goon matches. Yeah. And, and get more Suzuki Minoru. and. We've seen Mox a lot, but Suzuki in Kingston in a match, that's going to be, those dudes are going to beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> Kingston is very similar to uh, Minoru <laughs> Suzuki in, yeah. in his style. So that'll be, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next segment we have was very interesting and it had got a lot of people talking, some negative, some positive. I thought this was hilarious. I thought this this was fun. I, I liked had a this. great time with mm-hmm. it. This was Malachi Black. It just goes dark, and then Malachi Black's coming out to the ring. He didn't have a match, so it's like, what the fuck's this guy doing? I legit thought it was Cody at first. Oh, that would have been cool, actually. I thought because like, um, it looked like his face was more covered than it normally was, mm-hmm. like underneath his mask. I was like, is that Cody under there? And then I was that like, would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Because no, he's wearing a suit too, and he had a cape on. Looked like something Cody would wear, for sure, for <laughs> sure. So Black comes out to the ring. He's wearing like a cowl this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he takes off his mask, and uh, he starts addressing the House of Black, and he says, "We have a snake in our midst." And then the camera pans around, and it shows Rosario Dawson <laughs> in the crowd, to Cody's co-star from the Go Big Show. She just looks happy wearing to be a- there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just there. She's wearing a Nightmare Family hoodie that says Rosario off on it. Then Black approaches her and 
Dawson jumps the fucking rail. <laughs> and then out of the the back corner of your eye, you see Cody racing out from the other side from the crowd in his Bright Christmas red Day red suit. Yeah. He comes running out there. Um, but so that distracts Black and Rosario Dawson jumps on his back and he's flinging her around trying to get her off. She takes a bump. Um, <laughs> but you could tell he like helped her out with that bump. Oh, like, for sure. <laughs> but it was good. They yeah. did a good job. Um, and she'll know how to do stunts at this point in her career. Yeah. I mean, she she played a Jedi in The Mandalorian, so she knows how to. Yeah, she was in Daredevil. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he flings her off and then Cody and... And uh, Black are just in their finest suits, just brawling into the crowd mm-hmm. in their Christmas Day suits. And they are Cody hits just Black kicking the shit beard, out of each other. Or a beer, not a beard. Grabs a beer from a fan. Cody hits him in the head with it. <laughs> yeah, Cody's out there in his Louboutins. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's wearing Louboutins. He probably was. Um, but yeah, it was a. Uh, it was good. It was funny. Um, I like. I was like, okay, this is good, Cody. Like mm-hmm. this. This is a. Uh, this is entertaining. And all the tweets I saw were just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's just like, is that Rosario, Daw- yeah. Rosario Dawson just jumped the rail? <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I liked it, though. I, it's cool when you do celebrity involvement like that. It's always good to see Rosario Dawson. And man, she's got to be a vampire or something because she doesn't age. No, she does not. <laughs> but yeah, this, yeah, is, this is fun. And I can't wait for next week. Hopefully, Black wins. Yeah, hopefully Cody loses, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't, I don't think it'll be that bad. It won't be the end of the world, because I also don't think that'll be the end of the story. Yeah, it probably won't be. It definitely couldn't be, because they'd be one and one at that point. But, yeah. Or at least, like, maybe Black gets disqualified or something for going too far. Like, if it is just Cody wins, and it's like, okay, so you just did the Brody story again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... I think I really do think he's doing this because he didn't get to finish. Mm-hmm. He had a grand story that he wanted to tell and it didn't happen. So now he's just pretending that we didn't see it and he's telling it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, Cody, he did this last year. I saw a tweet that made me laugh. I forget who it was from, but it was like uh, Cody the whole week. Uh, whenever he uh, Malachi Black's destroying his family and is like, I sleep. It's like almost attacks Rosario Dawson. Real shit. <laughs> <laughs> the shack meme where he's sleeping but yeah yes yeah that's a good one i love it okay so speaking of doing things again we have dan lambert again yeah doing this... this doing the same this is not over no nobody likes this no like, and i remember when dan lambert first came in i remember i was excited because when he was in impact and he did this type of stuff it was a lot better because he just tried to just prove to everyone that he's a better wrestling fan than them. But now the old man that yells at cloud bit just doesn't work. Yeah, it's, so it, like it was it's the same thing. He just had more MMA guys with him this time. Mm-hmm. And then w- one guy, I, I don't know what his politics are, but one guy who's pretending to be like, I don't want to say he's pretending to be right wing, but he's being the Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette's not even right wing. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, it's one. It's one out of touch boomer 
being interrupted by another out of touch boomer mm-hmm. when Jericho comes out and interrupts him, drops a gay joke on him. Yeah, that was like, oof, oof. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta do like, it's like, that's like a joke that was played out in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not good. And then you have the fans chanting it afterwards. You've got Hager beside you. Like, this is, none of this is what I the want. The funniest thing about Hager being there is when Jericho says that Hager's undefeated MMA, but if you look at the people Hager fights in MMA, it's... it's They're fucking garbage cans, man. <laughs> yeah. It's not something you want to brag about. No, no, and he looked rough in his, after his last fight. Mm-hmm. He got all beat up in that one, but yeah, it's, uh, it's not good. It's just two out-of-touch boomers arguing with each other. Yeah. I, I did. Um, the only thing I liked about this was Jericho bringing up his legit backstage fights with Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it it was better than the previous Lambert things. Like, it it was an improvement, but it was also it was one step forward, two steps back. Mm-hmm. Um, with the uh, I feel bad for the Jericho, minute. and then Jericho dropping. The casual homophobia. Mm-hmm. It's just, eh. yeah. <laughs> like, I, who's I this feel, for? Yeah, I feel bad for uh, men of the year because they could be doing literally anything else. <laughs> for sure, it's like it, uh, fucking Ethan Page can talk. It's like putting Vicky Guerrero with uh, Nyla Rose. Yeah, Nyla Rose is probably top three talker in the women's division, if mm-hmm. not top two. Yeah. And they they gave her the mouthpiece. That, yeah. It doesn't matter. Whatever. And she's hilarious on Twitter, too. Yeah, she's one of the funniest people in the company. And mm-hmm. you gave her a mouthpiece. What the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Let's uh, move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the less said about this, the better. But maybe next week it ends with their match. Hopefully. Hope, uh, I don't know if it is happening next week. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. No, it is. It's, it's on Friday, week. I think. Next Friday. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good then. All right, so the next match was very interesting. This was Jade Cargill versus Layla Hirsch. I like this match a lot. This is a match I've been waiting for for months. I've talked about this one before <laughs> where uh, I said like one of her first tests should be against someone like Layla Hirsch. <laughs> I think that would be a really cool like styles clash, and it was. It was tallest versus the smallest <laughs> in the women's division. I love that. Again, first major test for Jade. Um, I think ring work wise she held her own with uh layla in this one mm-hmm. um i think i still think her power game looks really good like very very good power game with her grappling and her power moves her selling and giving strikes can still use a little work mm-hmm. um she still seems not necessarily unsure but she leans a little bit too much in to yeah. like to take the strikes and her delivering of the strikes seem like it's not quite there but it will it will get there mm-hmm. um aside from her pump kick that's still a thing of beauty yeah that's very impressive i Did love she do that a german thing. in this match i feel like i haven't seen she, do german. she got german yeah i know she got german i, I couldn't remember if she threw german because you remember one of her first matches when she germaned someone and like threw him halfway across the ring like i want to see that yeah <laughs> beautiful um she might have been i didn't i don't think so though um she took. She did a great job taking a lot of uh, Layla's bigger moves, mm-hmm. especially her brutal running knee. Yeah. Um, 
she, like she looked great there and it looked like it really rocked her. So it was either she did get rocked or she's really good at selling it. Um, I loved the sleeper attempt by Layla on her where she just kind of, yeah, she has had this like little teddy bear on her <laughs> back trying to put yeah. her to sleep. And then like the end of like child's play when Chucky's attacking people. And then she got Germaned, which was awesome. That's what I was waiting for. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for Layla to German the monster. Um, yeah, I thought Jade passed this test with a solid B or B minus. Yeah, she looked good. Like only, she looked good. I was like, okay, yeah, let's uh, let's see more of this. Give her mm-hmm. more, give her more time in the ring. Not like a, like she's passed the squashes now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she needs to have like these longer matches, and this was a really good test. Yeah. And this wasn't against someone like a Deeb who could uh really lead her around the ring. This is Layla who is still I wouldn't call her green, but she has only been wrestling for like three or four years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh it's a uh, good, cool. Love to see it. Yeah. This I uh, liked it. It was a lot of fun. The German from Layla with a much bigger opponent looks that look, I don't want to say funny. It just because she's so small, like it's like I don't know. It's just it's crazy looking. <laughs> Doesn't look yeah, real. Love, Looks like a video cool game or something. Yeah, it's it's very uh very Taz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool as hell. Um, then the now we go into an Andrade segment, and this is uh this is a vignette, and they did the subtitles. I hate I the subtitles. Si- you hated the subtitles. Like, well, actually, I don't hate the subtitles. I have subtitles on all the time, so it doesn't really bother me. I love the subtitles. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite of you with this one. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, I, I've been asking them to do subtitles with him for so long because it just gives him a little more confidence. Yeah. And do it with the Japanese woman as well. Just give them some fucking subtitles. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I guess I wouldn't say hate. I don't even think I noticed them because I have subtitles on normally. Like, I always have subtitles yes. on. So. Well, when when you get double subtitles, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, I, this is probably my favorite Andrade promo since he's been in the company. I love this. This was awesome. He this looked was good. This he was looked slick. and sounded super fucking scary. Like this was good. Yeah, this is this is it. This is it. Like mm-hmm. produce these. This mm-hmm. is how you present him. Um, he says that uh, you do not disrespect him. You do not lie to him. To lie to him is to disrespect him. He demands that his assistant tell him why what happened on Friday happened. Why was he up there with the taser? Why did Chavo hit Pack with the uh, with the iPad? And he says that Chavo gave the order. Chavo made him do it. And he said, well, Chavo's not here anymore. And Andrade gives the orders. Andrade is the boss. Andrade is the kingpin. Mm-hmm. This was fucking great. This yeah. is good shit. I was like, yeah, I liked it a yeah, lot. Yeah, this is this is straight mob boss stuff. This mm-hmm. is what I wanted from him. Yeah, and I still think we're getting we're getting Rick at some point. Oh, for sure. But yeah. this is this is good shit. Mm-hmm. And I that, love it. That dynamic with him and Rick will be hilarious because Andrade is so like he's got like such a softer voice, you know, and then Rick's, you know, <laughs> it'd be funny. <laughs> You, they will, will have to really rein in Rick. Mm-hmm. He like he can't overshadow Andrade. Mm-hmm. That that's going to be a bit of a problem with Andrade if he has to uh, 
especially if he's speaking in English. Mm-hmm. He's more he's very soft spoken and obviously there's probably a little bit of uh not to say confidence issues, but like it's not easy for him talking English, so he's very careful with it. Mm-hmm. So he's not making mistakes. So you can't have Ric Flair like strutting out there, and <laughs> yeah. stomping all over his words, mm-hmm. yeah. making it all about Rick. Yeah, but the the suit game from those two, if they do team up, will be amazing. Yeah, here's the thing: it was really good in AAA when they did it so if they can do that i'm all for it that was fun as hell yeah it was okay and this was this next segment was probably my favorite part of the night oh probably most people's favorite this is my favorite part of the night if you've been listening for a while you know how much i love team taz so this is this is so awesome (laughs) okay so what happens here is punk's just talking on commentary and then taz comes out with uh with hook beside him and he starts accusing CM Punk of taking his job. <laughs> yeah. And Punk's like, man, I'm not taking your job. I don't want your job. Yeah. Like, give me a break. I love and this dynamic. It's just Taz is like that annoying guy that always comes up and talks to you. Like, just leave me alone, please. <laughs> yeah. And Punk stands up and he confronts him. And then he steps to hook. And they're going face to face. And this looks, I'm like, oh let them go Mm -hmm. let them fight and you know it's not coming you know what's coming next Mm -hmm. and it it's still good and that was Hobbs coming from behind and just laying out punk but then hook locks punk into a dragon sleeper that looked real good that was awesome and Hobbs has the his overall game is on point as usual this big FTW coveralls he looked awesome uh, yes, and then <laughs> Hobbs picks up Punk and puts him through the table, and the table no sells. No sells. That's yeah. fine. I am the table, indeed. <laughs> it, was it was really good. It was amazing. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. It yeah, was... they don't do a lot of announced table spots either, too. So I think this is only the second time they've ever mm-hmm. done one. Yeah, the other one was Darby. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was Darby and. Um... Uh, Hardy, actually. It could be. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. They've threatened it another time with Archer. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that one that what was it? the one with Kenta. Yeah. I think they teased it then as well. Okay. And then probably the best match of the night, which surprising Spears and Darby. Actually, not that surprising because Spears has been on his game lately. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't gotten the respect that he deserves very much. He's very much in the Frankie Kazarian mode where mm-hmm. he doesn't have to win a match. That's not his role. Like he's like, these aren't squashes like you'll see in other com- companies or like WWE where, I mean, you're there just to take the dominant loss. Mm-hmm. That's not what he's there. He's there to have a competitive match, to make the match look really good to somebody. If you were just coming in and watching it for the first time, you'd think it could go either way. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Darby ends up looking like a fucking superstar when he wins yeah. because they do really cool spots. Um, Spears, he he's really effective in this role as just a sadistic, crazy muscle. Yeah, obsessive for, chairs. For the pinnacle, like he's, he's 
he he's super creative with with uh the steps mm-hmm. he always yeah. has cool steps yeah uh, he always does good step stuff the only thing i will say i dislike about spears is his theme song it's not a bad song it just doesn't no. seem to fit him at all <laughs> no, and his haircut just fucking shave your head yeah <laughs> stupid faux hawk mm-hmm. uh, but i mean it makes he looks punchable so mm-hmm. maybe that's that. what he's going for you yeah. um darby got yanked off the top rope by his chain again i like mm-hmm. that i really like and when they do that jr made a point um, to say that there's no break point in it he said that's yes. on for life, which I don't know how he got it on, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, he, I don't know, Darby's crazy enough. They probably welded it on him while he was just sitting there. They, they've done it before once where it broke. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there is a break point, but let's just, in kayfabe, mm-hmm. there's no break point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Spears took a tope from Darby off the steps. That was, was really cool. Nuts. That looked crazy. And like, one misstep and both of those dudes could have been hurt pretty bad. <laughs> Absolutely. It was awesome. And then mm-hmm. coffin drop for the win, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, then FTR run in the ring. They assault Darby and Sting, like really assault them. Mm-hmm. Um, Darby's banged up. So he went down quick and then they were double teaming Sting. They hit Sting with the spike pile driver. Mm-hmm. My goodness! Yeah, and then they wiped his then they wiped his face paint off. It's like that is sacrilege. <laughs> yeah, you did not wipe Stinger's face paint off. It was perfect. It was pitch perfect. Which is that's cool. FTR came in because I was thinking the whole time that Arthur Ashe is going to be Darby and Sting versus Tolly and Sean Spears, but now, yeah, they could still do that at some point, but maybe they pivoted. Yeah, because. Next week, I believe we're getting FTR versus Darby mm-hmm. and Sting. Yeah, that's a match I didn't know I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. That's <laughs> gonna be fantastic. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, good too to play up to Sting's strengths because FTR they're they're pretty old school workers. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll and be cool to see FTR work with Sting because they'll be not that uh, men of the year aren't competent. Because they certainly are, <laughs> but they can play a little more comedy. That's not what FDR does. No, like FDR is not going to look. They're not going to look bad when they go in there and face Sting. They're going to have. They're going to play. They're going to do FDR shit <laughs> with Sting, and I can't wait to see what that's like. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. It'd be like a old school brainbuster. Uh, Arn Anderson and uh, his brother versus Sting back in the eighties. It'll be like <laughs> so. It'll remind me. Yeah, of... Arn and Oli. Mm-hmm. I love that name, Oli Anderson. It's <laughs> so cool. Yeah, it's one of my favorite wrestling names. Um, okay, so next we have another really cool segment. This is Danielson and Kenny going toe to toe with the words, or mostly just. Uh, Danielson just fucking brain ninjing Kenny. Mm-hmm. So it's a it was, shit a lot. He just tore him down. Mm-hmm. Like, just read this guy. So we have Danielson's out there and he's about to ask the fans, Do you want me to face Kenny? Before he can get out any words, Callison, uh, Kenny interrupt. They come down the ring. 
Callus is rambling about Danielson being bent out of shape about and Kenny's dressed like Danielson just wearing a white shirt (laughs) yes which is a nice touch um he's saying that he's bent out of shape about having to come to the company that Kenny's built um he says that Danielson's been framing his arrival as being what's best for the fans and for the business he says if that is truly what you believe then you are as big a mark as all the fans here and then finally don says who the fuck do you think you are demanding title matches mm-hmm. come on you do do you know how this place works we have a ranking system christian didn't just get his title match he gotta go through the rankings he gotta earn it and daniel's he's like oh, shut the fuck up mm-hmm. he's like i'm here to talk to kenny and he says, "Yes, I know that that's how you get how that's how you get to the title, and someday it'll be about the title. But right now, I'm we're here to talk about who's best." And he targets Kenny's pride once again, and he says, "I tr- I truly want to find out who's the better wrestler. That's why I'm here." And he knows that Kenny wants to know that as well because he knows that he's a very prideful guy. Um, he said that people have been asking for years uh, who would win between Kenny and Brian Danielson. And finally, we get a chance to find out. He knows that Kenny wants this. He knows that the fans want this. Um, Brian says that he came here to fight the best belt machine, to fight the god of pro wrestling. But when when he looks at Kenny now, he just sees a guy who hides behind an army of stooges. He heard the rumors about how Kenny's not the same man that he was in, in new Japan. And he doesn't think that's true. Like he, this is, this is still the same guy. He just doesn't have any balls. Mm-hmm. And he says, so will is going to, what's it going to be? Is it going to be a yes or a no? And he said, yes. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. And Kenny didn't say a word mm-hmm. yeah, until he, he said, there. until he just said, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he didn't smile. He was, he just like, he got to the core of Kenny and mm-hmm. it's really, really cool to watch because it's completely different from the character that he's portrayed for the past year, three quarters of a year. Mm-hmm. Wait, did he win the title at the beginning of this year? He won it. Um, yeah, pretty much January. Oh my gosh. What is time? <laughs> I thought he won it last year at first. Yeah, it was, well, it was like, uh, it was like, you know, when they did the Winter is Coming? Mm-hmm. It was like right then. Okay. I think he won it that night against, uh, against Moxley. And that was, I believe, in December. Yeah. Like end of December, yeah, because they had their exploding match pretty early in the year. Yeah, they had it in uh, at Rampage, which mm-hmm. would have been January or February. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that, again that was uh, the two perfect segments of the night were were talking segments, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Which you kind of want heading into next week, where it's going to be all about the the matches. Yeah. 
So next week we're getting Kenny versus Brian Danielson, <laughs> which is nuts. But they're doing insane. it so soon, and it it's cool how they just had Brian or Danielson just say like, uh, "It's not about the title tonight. I just want to see who the best is." So you you get that out of the way. You don't have people saying like, "Well, how's he already getting a title shot and stuff?" Yeah, I saw people pitching that, like pitching like, "Make it a lights out match. Make it a this. Make it a that." Like, okay, that works, and they did it. <laughs> I was like, okay, they. We all sort of saw this the same way, because mm-hmm. you you can't hot shot the uh, the the title match, and the thing if he were so now he could beat Kenny that would be fine. It would probably launch him right up the rankings, <laughs> probably to like number five, because mm-hmm. he would still be one and zero. But mm-hmm. like beating the champion would put you in the top five regardless. I mm-hmm. would think if Kenny wins, that's fine. If it's a time limit draw, that's fine. Like that's good as well. Like it, everything's. No matter how this shakes out, it's amazing, and it makes it so much less predictable. Because mm-hmm. if it was just Kenny versus Danielson, Danielson's not winning that title. Yeah, like not right away. At least mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense story wise. Do we see the return of Hangman next week? Mm, very likely. I've missed Hangman. Yeah, I miss him too. And when you think like Hangman in this mix, oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> I really want to see Hangman versus Adam Cole. Like that match would be so good. It'll be amazing. It'll be like, oh hi Adam, I remember you. Mm-hmm. Like oh yes. And then because event, ooh, eventually Adam Cole is going to turn on Kenny. Oh for sure. Whether or not he brings the Bucks with him, I don't know. Because the Bucks are really good at being the guys to turn with. Because mm-hmm. they do the super kick thing. That's kind of their thing. Yeah. Anytime a leader changed in when they were in New Japan in the Bullet Club, the Bucks were always there doing it. With... The Bucks were always there to do the double super kick. Mm-hmm. Like it, It's a tradition. And they have previously done it to Cole, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. They did it to Cole. Yeah, whenever he signed with WWE. Yeah, so if they they could wait for potentially bringing in Kevin Owens, Mm -hmm. Kevin Steen, that would be the best way. But um, yeah, I believe... Like, it's going to be the two guys butting heads. The two Mm -hmm. heads of the elite. Like I'm, I'm wondering if they're gonna do the, the um, Cody Rhodes storyline. I can see that with with Adam Cole. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, because yeah, Adam Cole's like so good at that type of stuff too. Being like a little shithead. Take he's over such group. a good shithead. Mm-hmm. It's amazing because he's such a likable guy. Yeah, you life. watch him on Twitch and stuff, and like everybody I've ever heard talk about, is like he's like the nicest guy. <laughs> But he, he's so good at playing an asshole. It's he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He's phenomenal. Okay, so now on to the main event. This is this is crazy. We got Kingston and Moxley versus two point in the main event again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two point like it's like the third or fourth dynamite they've made event. <laughs> yeah, way to go, guys. Made men right off the right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um Moxley and Kingston get jumped by two point and their son. Of course they did, because that's their only course of action. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's to no avail. 
Mox and Kingston just whoop their asses yeah. like all over the ring. <laughs> they just beat those asses. Like even uh even Garcia gets some ass kicking as well. Um Mox basically he competently took them on one on three <laughs> for like half the match, maybe three quarters of the match, um, before he could get the hot tag into Kingston and then Kingston just did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just whooping some ass. Um Kingston came in and took uh two point on a tour of the King's Road, which is fun. Um they did that for the win, they did that double team exploder lariat That's combo. Awesome finisher. I fucking love it. It's so brutal. Mm-hmm. Um I loved at one point uh Mox was chasing Matt Lee outside the ring and Matt Lee was he was running up the ramp like running away and Moxley's just like fine fuck you and he just <laughs> throws Garcia into the, into the steel <laughs> steps for shits yeah he's like fine fuck your son then mm-hmm. <laughs> oh so good mm-hmm. and then after the match after the bell rings Suzuki's music hits and out mm-hmm. comes Suzuki. He's sauntering to the ring. Yeah, you we can tell he took Kaz- his time. <laughs> we get Kazanina Ray. Mm-hmm. It is sung this time, which was awesome. And on the final note, as soon as they get to Nare, Archer like snatches yeah, Kingston like a out of the movie. ring. Just by the like, <laughs> <laughs> like he got yanked by the hook. Mm-hmm. Um and the four of them are just brawling on the outside. Suzuki teases the gotch on the table, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the telecast goes off the air as they're still brawling. Like, That's such a fucking badass way to go off the air mm-hmm. where they're just brawling in the crowd. Yeah. And they're like, we got to go. The tapes are still running. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's so cool. That's king shit right there. Um. Yes. Yeah. What awesome were, were your thoughts of that ending? You're the Suzuki guy. Oh, I loved it. I, I loved how he deliberately took his time to come down to the ring so the, the crowd could sing his song. He got what he wanted. Loved the tease of the uh, gotch pile driver on through the table, which would have been nuts. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for them to have their match. It's going to be a, just make it a Texas tornado tag match and just let them brawl all over the place. Yes, please, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's what Suzuki likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I said... Yakuza kicks. I want to see... I don't know if I texted you or I meant to text you, but I, just, I was like, I hope they just have extra crewmen around the ringside so when Suzuki and Archer make their entrance, they can uh, just beat the shit out of the, the dudes around the ringside because they don't do young boys, so you got to do like ring crew. Yes, something like that. Bring mm-hmm. out the, the prop guy that has the long hair. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, he 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 can take bumps. He's mm-hmm. he's trained. Um, yeah, I uh, I loved that Archer was wearing the Suzuki Goon uh, mm-hmm. jumper track suit. Yeah, tracksuit, which is which uh, even New Japan they were piping up the Suzuki Goon shirt and new jacket they have. The Suzuki Goon shirt looks sick. Yeah, I love it. I was like, dang! If I just didn't buy new clothes, I would buy this shirt. I, I just had to get rid of a shirt, so I'm thinking... Actually, I think I'm going to get that pink Kenny shirt. Mm-hmm. The only thing is that it only seems to be on sale on the U.S. store, mm. which I can still get it delivered to me, but it takes longer and it's more expensive. Yeah. So, eh. 
Yeah, the next shirt I'm buying is definitely the Malachi black shirt of just his like yes. face mask. That one's so sick. The the uh, House of Black one or <laughs> just the one that's his face. Like, oh, okay. with his mask. Yes, yes. With a little spider on his forehead. Yeah, that's that's the kind of shirts I like. It just pictures of wrestlers. Like I keep wanting AEW to just put out a team tash shirt of just all of them posing. Like that's all I want. And I I'd probably wear that shirt every day. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. No context, no yeah. names. Yeah, no, no, nothing. Just a picture of them, and I'd wear it every day. It'd be the coolest shirt. That's ever. great. All right, so let's look at the next episodes because mm-hmm. we got a lot of pictures here to look at. Yeah. So tomorrow, when this uh, when this podcast goes up, we have Rampage and we have Lucha Brothers versus Butcher and the Blade. That's fucking great. Yeah. As much I love awesome. that shit. That's going to be awesome. Then we have Anna J versus the Bunny, continuing that story. So I like to see that we have a story going there. The Layla versus Jade match today, or last night, was also a story from the Battle Royale because she got eliminated by uh-huh. Jade. So that works as well. I love to see that they're they're really getting the most out of that Battle Royale. Then we have Miro versus Fuego del Sol. Um. Yeah, I don't know what he. I, I don't know what he's going to do. Whether he's going to put Fuego in the in the car and then push it off the balcony or something. <laughs> yeah. What if Fuego del Sol won though? <laughs> like the one percent chance took the belt from him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Nuts. It would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. I would. I would pop for it. Mm-hmm. I. I. I really would. But um, yeah, I don't know. That that's a, that's a, going to be that's going to be fun stuff. We're going to see some vehicular homicide mm-hmm. for sure. And then so next week's Wednesday we have Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryanson. That's insane. Yeah. Um, we have CM Punk. It says his live interview forty eight hours before his first TV match in seven years. Yeah. Which is really cool. Then we have Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Hopefully Cody loses, but I'm willing to give it an open mind. And I'll be have, salty, but I'll go along for the ride if Cody wins. We have <laughs> MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. We have one thing where the uh, the image is no longer there yeah, anymore in my doc. It's just a... I think a it's little... uh, Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Oh, yes. Okay. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Yes, that, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll really be very good. good. Mm-hmm. Then we have FTR versus Sting and Darby Allen. That f- f- what the fuck? Yeah, that's like a, <laughs> this is like a w, like a video game match you'd make. <laughs> like as if that came out of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. A Sting match, not against 2.0, but <laughs> FTR. Yeah, like 2.0 comedy wrestlers. They can wrestle a comedy match. They can they can do a big spot, and then Sting can fire up, and they can act scared, mm-hmm. and then get and then get beat up. FDR ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. FDR is not going to get scared by Sting. Yeah. They're not afraid of Sting, so that's going to be very interesting. Then on the uh, the rampage on the the two hour show so far. We have Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Christian Cage, Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be really good to see Adam Cole and the Bucks back together. Yeah. Then we have Powerhouse Hobbs versus CM Punk yeah. for the first time in TV. 
in seven years in a match. Yeah. Cool as hell. Yeah, in this thumbnail, this... even Hook's wearing gear in this <laughs> picture. <laughs> he's wearing like boxing shorts, like yeah. little Muay Thai shorts. He's got his fist. He tape. looks like he's straight out of Street Fighter. Yeah, he looks like like Adon, the little Muay Thai guy from Street Fighter. And I have to say, these graphics that they're doing for Rampage looks—they look like Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, with the fight lightning graphics. and stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's so awesome. They're doing a really good job with this. Then they have mm-hmm. Men of the Year versus Jericho and Hager. Eh, whatever. Yeah. The match will be good. Yeah, it'll be fun. Be funny if Men of the Year won, but I doubt it. And um, Archer did say that their match is happening in mm-hmm. New York. So it's got to be. I imagine it's the Friday show. Yeah, it, it has to be the Friday show. There's mm-hmm. no more room. And, and there'll probably they, be another women's match. They have to. <laughs> if yeah. they don't, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, they should I don't do know like what it big, could be. Like a big six women tag match or something would be good. Mm-hmm. A Jade match would be good. Yeah, a uh, Hater match would be good. Their Thunder Rosa. Thunder would Rosa be would be excellent. Yeah, yeah. I I can't wait. Um, mm-hmm. So I imagine that on tomorrow's show we're gonna have. Probably some kind of hype stuff for the Britt Baker mm-hmm. match at uh, at Arthur Ashe because it kind of kind of needs a little bit more there, mm-hmm. a little bit more juice. Even though Ruby Soho had two two matches and a and another segment last week, so it's not like they don't have any. They didn't have anything. They just did it all last week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, they definitely need a women's match on the second night. We're probably getting two to three more matches. So that'd be yeah, cool. I can see the that. first night we have one, two, three, four, five matches. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to be another five. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool, man. Next week's going to fucking hump. Yeah. Also, this weekend coming up, it's the first two nights of the G1. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. First, that, that snuck up on me. Yeah, it's it's weird when it's not the summertime. They did that last year too, which also means it's probably coming up on our one year anniversary of doing this because our first episode was for the G one. Yes, yes, it was. Man. <laughs> cool. Uh, so the first night, I'm not going to go over all the matches, but the biggest ones are Shingo Takagi versus Tomohiro Ishii. Which oh, fuck, be awesome! And uh, Zack Saber Junior versus Tetsuya Naito, which would be awesome. And then the second night, the big matches are uh, Goto. Versus, uh, shit, it just disappeared. Sorry. Okay, so the biggest <laughs> match of night two is uh, Okada versus uh, Tanahashi. Who's who's Goto facing? Uh, Taichi. It disappeared on me, so I had to bring it back up. Versus Taichi? Mm-hmm. Do the, is it Taichi or Taichi? I always say Taichi, but I don't know. I don't. Taichi I'm from sounds, Oklahoma, man, so I don't listen to it. Taichi sounds more like a name. Mm-hmm. I'm from Oklahoma, so don't listen to the way I pronounce people oh, from man. other countries. Oh, man, versus Taichi's amazing. Yeah. And then they're busting out Okada versus Tanahashi, which is the first time they've wrestled since when I went to the G1 when they were in Texas. So two years since they've wrestled. So, But yeah, I, G1's always an exciting time. I love it. Yeah. So. No, I, I, uh, I can't wait. I love getting up early and watching mm-hmm. all the matches. Me too. But good yeah, stuff this, man this weekend right, and then so next week great time 
great time. This is a fantastic time to be a wrestling fan. Oh, it is. It's just everything's firing on all cylinders, and just also, I love it. Can we just talk about? I didn't watch it, but how funny some of the stuff coming out of NXT was. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. I watched just the first part just to see the uh, what the new studio looks like, and it is very bright. But I, it looks more open, which is cool. I like that, but it's very mm-hmm. bright. So I can't, I can't like, really comment because I haven't even gone back to watch it. So I don't even really they, know. They, they got Rick Steiner's son. And yeah. instead of leaning into that and being a second generational wrestler, which is the appeal. Mm-hmm. Especially um, with the Steiners. Like, who the fuck doesn't love the Steiner brothers? Um, They took away the name. They said they have said that they don't want any reference to the Steiners. However, they still have him wrestling in Steiner gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, they named him Braun Breaker. Breaker two K's. Yeah, two K's in the Breaker. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, the only thing I saw was that opening thing with Braun Breaker. And I was like, he looks like his dad. Like, why would you lean into that? <laughs> and you kept him in the gear. Yeah, it is splattered 90s gear, which looks awesome. And then I saw a vignette of some super Italian guy. That looked like straight from like, it was seriously like 2006 WWE ECW vignette. Like Sopranos are still hot, so we need an Italian American. He's basically yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Like, but he's from Chicago instead of New York. The guy in the video was talking about. It. I was like, I don't know. That's all I watched. It's like okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny. It's mm-hmm. funny. And then I the uh, the Von Wagner stuff. <laughs> online yeah that's, really... uh, i only saw the online stuff so that that kept me entertained at least twitter will be fun whenever it's on yeah i uh, <laughs> i kind of want to go and listen to some podcast i gotta like does does deathlock do an nxt podcast because uh i don't know they just do the, i don't think the one do. a week and they yeah, make they're... cover nxt because it's like the big thing this week but <laughs> they generally just cover aw but they i cover aw find... and then they do like the one of the one classic show i got i gotta watch the uh i gotta listen to some nxt podcast because that sounded funny as hell mm-hmm. who knows maybe maybe it'll get over that way like everyone will just it'll be big comedy and have a new uh like hey man chikara or something like <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of comedy i'll watch it mm-hmm. if it's good yeah, I just right. don't. Yeah, I don't get Braun Breaker. Why not just call him Rex Steiner? That's like such a sick name. It is. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you think of The Rock, and you think of uh, the Usos, and you think of Roman Reigns, and you think of friggin' Brian Pillman Jr. Mm-hmm. and Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes, and these guys are all massive stars because you've not just because. But because you've leaned into their family history, mm-hmm. wrestling fans it's a are legacy. Wrestling fans are very nostalgic, so if you just yes. lean into it, it'll help, it'll help out a lot. I think, like maybe it's because the Steiners were bigger elsewhere. Could be, and I know Scott Steiner, fucking his uncle Rick or Rex Steiner. His Scott Steiner hates WWE, so maybe that has something to do with it too. Yeah, that maybe that's <laughs> it. I don't know. Like I don't know. It's it's really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like they did it with Curtis Axel as well. Yeah, like, Curtis Axel is Kurt Henning's son. Yeah, he's a little perfect. Mm-hmm. 
Like, yeah. I don't know. He would have gotten over so much more mm-hmm. had they uh, had they leaned into that. I didn't know until he was gone from WWE that he was Kurt Hennig's son. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, really? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me that? Mm-hmm. They tried <laughs> anyway. to... I forget his name when he first joined, but then when they changed his name to Curtis Axel, that's because his uh, his granddad wrestled too. They tried to say that was like a mixture of his dad and granddad's name, but it didn't make any sense. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, I think I think that's it for uh, for tonight. So you... I think we will. Uh, we're. Do you want to do a, a a rampage podcast this weekend? What do you think? Uh yeah, we can. I should be free. Oh, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Fuck it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See you on the weekend. See you.